0: I now come equipped with my own long straw, Moan.
1: <laughs> Seriously,
0: I keep it back here. I'll Did tell
1: you, it, you needed it.
0: You know, they, I think everybody needs one or two of these
1: today, you know? <laughs> what else they need too, DK, is a long rope to pull themselves out of this pit.
0: Yeah, there's a, well, let, let's get about that business today. Let's do that. All right, let's rock out. Here we go. What do you say? 49ers 30 Steelers Mm, seven as if all that wasn't bad enough. As of about 10 minutes ago, NFL network is reporting that cam Hayward's groin injury appears to be of the serious variety and that there's a thought that he would go on IR. Remember that IR is now a different thing than it used to be in the past. It's not automatically ending your season, but it's still not good and you would be shut down for several weeks Hi, Moan. What's up, DK? <laughs> Holy <laughs> hell. I even mentioned hey. Deontay Johnson's injury, Pat Friermose's injury. Wow.
1: What hey, were you yeah. saying about week one? Hey, it's the biggest liar of all football is week one, unless it's true, DK. And that's what we're dealing with right now is unless it's true. So we're going to see what his team is. Just prefaces by saying, regular season versus preseason. It's two different monsters. We learned that.
0: I mean, there was a lot that was learned about this football team, uh, certainly within the last 24 hours, Uh, when you look at everything that's gone wrong, everything that the 49ers exposed, remember we were using that word last week? Yeah. (laughs) You want to be exposed in the preseason. You don't want to have a great preseason. You want people to find out what your shortcomings are then. Yeah. Not in week one. They found out in week one.
1: They did, and it was exposed at a very high level. I think it's important because we said this too the 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 performance of this team the optimism on this team is based upon how Kenny Pickett does right d k we brought that up Kenny pickett looked like a second year guy last night. he was terrible he was he was terrible
0: i mean let's let's be real here, okay when you miss fire when you flat out miss fire on seven passes, yeah and you have. You know, 15 total incompletions, and you're just – I mean, he missed Deontay Johnson for the easiest touchdown just by throwing behind him, right in front of him,
1: too. It was. It was. Uh, But not only just that, holding on to the ball, running around like a chicken with his head cut off in the pocket. This isn't college anymore. Those feet? And to be be fair to the guys up front, the protection for the most part against that defensive front was actually, I thought – better than than it should have been dk they held up good is what i'm telling you for the most part it was time for him to settle in and make those throws and finish through he simply did not and that is worrisome considering this week one you got nothing but really good defenses in the afc north we speak about that all the time and he didn't show that growth the rhyme and reason of the plays that was called you can question that too but i want to kind of put this one on the backs of kenny pickett It was very immature type of play that he had out there. It was below the line. I'll say this. It was well below the line, DK. It was routine plays that should have been made and simply were not.
0: And But it's also routine plays that he makes routinely. He's been making these throws for months. Okay? How you just show up one day and and he, the the number one thing that Kenny oozes way more than elite quarterback or this or that or whatever is poise. And that just went poof, man. And, and and I, I I don't have some deep cogent analysis here. I don't have some heavy insight from, from inside the room. Okay. There's just a, what, what the heck was that? You can't even pin this one on San Francisco. He didn't either. I thought that the 49ers defense was fast as hell. I, I they were. Oh my god. Physical
1: goodness. too. Physical <clears throat> really? too.
0: Physical. They yep. came, they came to play. And yet that isn't what affected the thing that hurt the Steelers the most, which was that their quarterback
1: couldn't throw straight. He wouldn't. He uh, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I looked at the tape today again and I <laughs> I'm watching them throw, DK. And I'm I had, you know what visions I had? Hmm. I had visions of the Napoleon Dynamite movie where Uncle Rico's in the middle of that field throwing to that that camera. Oh, no. Tell me I'm lying. <laughs> I'll waiting you to tell me I'm lying.
0: I was thinking more about rookie Mason Rudolph versus the 49ers <laughs> in Santa Clara, which you guys almost pulled out, by the way.
1: This one didn't almost pull out at all. This it was, was not an pull pullout. No, that's just like it was a few of those throws that hit the ground. There was overthrows or behind people. It was just it's almost as if his eyes didn't see what he needed to see this weekend, DK. That was for that's what was frustrating about this. Is we've seen him make these plays, and maybe he was a little relaxed than he should have been. Okay. We'll just go to that one. You can't relax when it's regular season. A part of being a pro is understand the situations. That is a very good NFC team. We talked about their quarterback. Did we not mention that, DK? Mm-hmm. We talked about how good their quarterback is with making routine plays routine, and he did those things and put the ball in the place of Brandon Ayuk. Goodness.
0: Who was open all day. It wasn't just the two touchdowns. Actually, he wasn't even open on the one touchdown. Just made a great play. Pat made Pete was on it. Yeah. And on the other one, Pat Pete slipped, slipped. and then they crossed over, miscommunication, that, and everything else. But on the all the other plays, he was wide open you know, I, by getting
1: open. I'll say this too, for for a savvy vet, potential Hall of Famer, uh, he's had in his career at least in the conversation. You can't give bullets and bull material. Yeah, that was uh, that was I, a, an immature I, thing to I do. I liked it, and the film is what the film is. But to approach a game. At home based off feelings, you know what I'm saying? Based off of how you just put something out into the atmosphere. That was a uh that's something in hindsight. I'm sure he wished he would take back because they went at him deep, DK.
0: There are conspiracy theories here that, that Kenny got his bell rung on that early sack. Don't don't uh, don't don't be seeking comfort. Don't be looking for excuses. He just could not throw the ball straight. He could
1: not. Okay. He
0: could not. And then when he realized that he couldn't throw the ball straight and that the game plan, the very clear and obvious game plan coming in was to throw and throw deep yep. and to take advantage of all that wonderful stuff they'd been doing in the preseason, something went wrong. Okay, That's so it. He was bad. It's you, okay to say it was. and still believe in him. He, he, he had was. a
1: bad day. Again, the saying is Week One is the biggest liar in NFL football. Again, yes, since he got rolled yesterday, there's no way you would have told me Tampa was going to beat Minnesota. Okay, who's who's Cincinnati's quarterback again? The highest-paid football player in the history of the sport. Yeah, what, 82 passing yards? He's going to be okay. Yeah, he got pulled. Of course, and again you said this before we came on you said what do you say about week one morning i told you the saying that i just said it's the biggest liar in nfl football and you said this unless it's true yeah i did say that yeah which is which you is said, what's uh unless it's true and we're harping on the offense because again the optimism that we had oh i'll speak for myself the optimism that i had was because of the way the operation of this offense looked in the preseason, right, DK? Mm-hmm. The passes was there. The uh, idea that he could hit the tight window was there. He dropped the ball uh, on the spots. You know what I'm saying? As far as his efficiency and accuracy. The arm is always going to be there, right, DK? Mm-hmm. As far as his strength. Where was it? Why didn't we see it? That uh, that touchdown, that play to Deontay, goodness gracious. It, it, it turns your stomach. It fluttered, man. Yeah, How even Deontay had to come back to us like, what the heck are you doing?
0: Do you understand that that was going to be my
1: first touchdown in two years? You understand that part, right? And I think that's why, again, you sit back and you say all the things that we saw that you were capable of doing, I think it's there. Uh, I don't want to say that the crowd, I don't want to say the home opener, I don't want to give him that excuse other than the fact that he was just bad, D.K., I hear you. When we come back, we're
0: gonna do we're gonna do the only segment that matters, and we're gonna do it like we mean it because there's a lot of ground to cover here. And we talked about it before the show. We're gonna we're gonna hit on some stuff here, so stick with us after uh, after uh, the only the only segment that matters is what's coming up. That's all the hey, Let's do it, DK. My goodness. Uh, yeah, the mood in here is exactly what you would expect it to be, people. If you came here for cheering up or whatever, you've come to the wrong place. Yeah, uh, We are what our community is. Uh, Lee says with a $4.99 contribution, I knew it was over when Fred Werner put a hit stick on, on oh, Najee, Najee Harris. Minus two. And it's not just that. Lee, what's, def- what's so deflating about that particular play is that. Eighty percent of the offensive line got shoved in the wrong direction. Yeah, they did. And then from there, nobody could pick up Werner. He he comes in unbleeping touched. I counted who all had their blocks on that yeah. one, and it was James
1: Daniels and Pat Fryermuth, both of whom, by the way, are are hurt. uh a, a, a real reality check. So I'll tell you what else <sighs> happened to DK in that game. Was watching the one thing that we saw happen too, and that was Elandon Roberts be put in a very sticky situation in coverage, having to chase a guy down. That was bothersome to me too. And Cole Again,
0: Holcomb too couldn't do it. Cole Holcomb couldn't do it either. Couldn't now do it. that's all look at, on film.
1: Now that's all at, on film. It is. That's all I was just gonna say. Now looking at Fred Warner and what he did, DK. Uh, that's what you're looking for out of a guy at that position, and that's right there. Is when we talk about that that middle linebacker by committee. That becomes problematic when you have the wrong guys out there. And before we go into the hay mall I have to say this too, DK. Mm. <clears throat> Let me clear my thought on this one. The amount of yards after contact that the San Francisco 49ers got, I I don't – Kenny sucked on Sunday, okay? But defensively, the amount of yards that they had after contact they would get hit in the backfield and ooze three yards past the line of scrimmage. They would get hit two yards past the line of scrimmage and pick up another six, DK. You say they, and I'm going to give it a name. Okay, go ahead. It was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he yeah.
0: Had, oh. He had 100-plus yards after contact, which for him was a career high. I don't – yeah, we could do this, this part of it all day where we find stuff that they did wrong – um, it, it's really, really rough here. Michael says, hey, hey Moan, back in my day, we would say we would say that Kenny choked. Uh, I mean, let, let's do that because I, I don't know. Look, you've been in these huddles, Moan, but the thing is, is you were in a huddle with a guy who wasn't exactly prone to doing that kind of thing. In fact, Ben was
1: the polar opposite. Ben was the one you couldn't wait to get to the fourth quarter so he'd be his best self. So he turned it on. And Mike Walker, you're 100% correct. He choked. He folded. He was uh, immature in his growth. He was bad. Call it all the things you want to. Maybe he was seeing ghosts like Sam Darnold. (laughs) Those are the things we have to deal with right now. Can you say, well, the balls were picked or tipped and, you know, it fell into the safety's hands. You can say all of those things, but if he's not throwing it into double coverage or in, in right at the linebacker's face, then we're having a different conversation. There were reads and options there that he just simply did not hit. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you got time. You got time. And he's scrambling and running around and not actually looking down the field and making the plays he's supposed to. San Francisco came out with a really good game plan. And I'll tell you this, too. (laughs) Just simply beat us up on both sides of the ball. Offensively, they were good, DK. They were physical as hell. It was so thorough. If I was covering
0: the 49ers, I mean, I'd be writing poetry. about that game never mind that the Steelers did not play well you can be that smart and that fast and that physical look out NFC Mm -hmm. okay look out Eagles look out anybody who thinks that they're gonna that that team is heading back to the NFC championship game that team is heading there with a purpose I'm sure they didn't appreciate losing 31 to 7 no, oh, <laughs> to, the, well, they, to the Eagles, they flipped so they, it minus. One on us. Flipped it, yeah. 30 to seven here in the very next game. Uh, this was, this was really, really rough.
1: And and another thing too, before we go to Heyman, I know we said we're going to DK was this though too. You had Christian McCaffrey still in the game. And he runs to the defensive right side over Alex Highsmith. He's been double teamed by two tight ends. What was even more frustrating was this. If Alex Highsmith doesn't bust through those two tight ends to make that tackle on Christian McCaffrey, there was nobody else in the gap but him. That was another probably chunk play that he was going to have underneath his belt for the day, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I suppose I should take care of the three chefs here before we get (laughs) immersed. Uh, This program is always proudly brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs do, in fact, fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. Mm. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe, believe it. it. Ryan says the Eagles are even better than Frisco. Don't say Frisco. They hate
1: that. Do they really?
0: No one uses that out there. In fact, when here you say it, it's like the it's like when people refer to Pittsburgh as Pitt. And, ah, uh, yeah, that. Okay, okay, I get it now. I get it now. Indians do that, by the way. They all refer to Pittsburgh as Pitt. Oh, we're Pitt.
1: Pitt tonight. Shut up, University of Pitt. That's that's what we recognize as Pitt. You know? Yeah.
0: Who? Let's uh, run it, DK. Oh no! Speaking of which, Stoogie comes in with Pitt locals need to show up for games. You, if you're referring to the university. Sure. Maybe they need to be more students in. Pitt is the school. Pittsburgh is the city. Don't get me started on that kind of stuff. Where there's already enough. There's already enough to be going at here. Let's uh see if we can take care of business. Um find uh move to this other side here. Cole comes in with a contribution. A lot of you are doing that. I don't mean to be Thanks, Cole. <laughs> yeah, misfiring here on some cylinders. I I wrote two columns last night and did all kinds of other work and, and, and and people are emotional and I get that. And I'm dealing with a lot of the responses to that too, to the website and everywhere else. Justin work says, "Uh, Hey DK, I texted my mom last night to see if she watched the game. And she said, what game exactly? Mike Tomlin blinked staring into the ether. We take responsibility. Tomlin's getting a lot of criticism. Um, Unfortunately, the criticism that I've been hearing, seeing and reading moan yeah. has all been the same standard stuff instead of being specific. If you, if your first response to why the Steelers lost this game is that Tomlin doesn't have a coaching tree, <laughs> like you're not really getting very far yeah. with your criticism, but but I do think it's fair to ask was the team prepared? Was the team all the way ready? Because they did get out physical. They did get out efforted.
1: They did. You know what happened? You got high off your own supply. You drank the Kool-Aid. You, you thought, believe that? Yeah. I, this is. I don't say. I. Don't, I think they were prepared. I looked at this team and I said, I think you just. They just thought they can roll the ball out. Like this team isn't that good. I'll say this too. Reality check is, you're not as good as you thought you were either. That's the reality of that. They have that team out there is skilled. They're good. Their number three guy offensively. Torched us. Brandon Ayuk is probably their number three as far as pecking orders, pecking order of what they do offensively. You got Debo, you got Christian, you got George, you got Brandon Ayuk. Think about that. Where does Ayuk fall? I think it's because they thought they could roll it out. You can't out physical team that plays physical itself. With that being said, that's what happened. They did they blink? No, they got punched in the mouth. They got their teeth kicked in, DK. I think they was prepared. It's just that when stuff hit the fan, they didn't answer back. There was no answer this entire weekend, the entire game, other than the right before the half touchdown. Is that it?
0: Oh, yeah. How well do you know Max Starks? Really well. Okay. You trust Max? Uh, yes, absolutely. Max was on the Steelers pregame radio show. Pre-game. Notice the word pre. I hear you say pre. That's before. He was on the sideline. He and Missy Matthews were down on the sideline. And Max reported from the sideline that this team doesn't look ready to play. Oh, Before the game, Moan, that stuff's easy afterward. Okay? Because if the Steelers had come out all gangbusters, everybody would be like, hey, Max, you don't know your football and whatever else here. Max said
1: they didn't look – this team's not ready to play. Yeah, that's tough. There's, there's not much going on
0: down here. He didn't like it
1: most players recognize that again. It's exciting. On how you it's, would, you yeah. would
0: recognize that. I would, I would, you would that. recognize you, you,
1: it. You can tell when they're relaxed. I can tell when the offense is missing those cylinders. And that right there, the fact that Max said that somebody that played there and won two Super Bowls in that city. Publicly put his name on the record. And so it's no surprise to what happened then. So with that being said, all of that rah-rah, all of that, hey, let's get going. Hey, all of that, where you went undefeated in the preseason. It's over now. There are two seasons, DK. No, three. Preseason. It's cool. We'll walk into it. Regular season. We saw what that looked like from a really good team. And DK, what's the conversation around the postseason, too? Because that's a different season, is it not? Mm-hmm. 100%. You got to understand these situations. This team is not understanding what they're getting themselves into. And I want to say it like a stealer, but like there's a different step that you have to play, take whenever you are wearing that black and gold. I told you, the 49ers will tell you what they're going to do based on how they play ball, and they came to play more than we did.
0: Greg says the Steelers looked unprepared, out of rhythm. They needed six more preseason games. They didn't look ready at all. Only TJ and Anthony McFarland were ready. Greg, I appreciate the, we both appreciate the contribution yeah. here to the 499. I, I see a lot of only TJ showed. I see a couple mentions of Anthony McFarland. I am not permitting this to go on without mentioning Pat Friermuth. You guys have no idea what he went through to continue playing that football game yesterday after getting a touchdown and after getting hosed on a lousy pass in the initial one, he could have had another one. Uh, This, this guy is tough as nails. I, I, I went up to him after, he got done with his media thing and just asked, because he got hit in the chest.
1: Yeah, that was tough. It looked like lower rib, really, lower rib chest. There's a very
0: good chance that there's something. I'm not playing doctor yeah. here, okay? But when I, I said, I said, you're going to be all right? And he goes, yeah. "Wow, like Yeah, he's got that. He a, that's, a, it. that's a bust. Yeah, that's a busted rib or that's a sternum or something, okay? And he goes out there playing football. He's making this list of mine, okay? Yeah.
1: Um, uh here, here's one from Randy DK. if you're good with this one uh Randy asks a question mm-hmm. can Kenny be who we want him to be the answer is yes it's a matter of what Kenny gonna do when he get the ball in his hand and he's inside the stadium we've seen him make these passes what do you tell your kids all the time if you show me once you got to show me again right right DK isn't that what coaches tell you he can but he got to answer the call he didn't this weekend You know,
0: there's times when your coach brings up such and such in stadiums, in stadiums. In stadiums. And then here's the thing. Kenny is in a stadium in Baltimore near the end of last season. Yeah. Okay. With a game on the line. And there he goes, firing up the field and winning that game. Okay. And looking like he belonged and Najee looking like he belonged after catching that ball and everything. And... I don't know. Was it easier on the road than at home? Okay, you can was make it, them
1: excuses. No. Was
0: it because of a, a, a two-minute offense here? I mean, Greg says that two-minute offense that we ran and we scored San Francisco used a vanilla cover two defense. It's like they gave us those seven points. You know who else admitted that, Greg? Who? who, who. Penny.
1: <laughs> Somebody, you
0: know, he was asked about that drive and, like, how come everything went right there? And he said, well, they sat back in a cover two that's different. And it was. You saw those passes. Guys were wide open. They weren't sending any pass rush, nothing. I have no idea why the 49ers were eager to give up seven points and allow the Steelers to move within 13 at the end of the half, but they did.
1: Yeah, they did. Uh, Here's another good one, too. Speaking of cover two, we'll go this route right here, including linebackers and cornerbacks. John goes, hey, Mo, who played worse? Mm. Inside linebackers or the cornerbacks? I'm going to be honest with you. D-line.
0: D-line. I was was just going to
1: do that. I thought I would sound clever, but it was the D-line. Can we not say them too Again, when we're speaking about those broken tackles that Christian McCaffrey had, nobody was reaching trying to bring it down. It did, but let's say this too. We knew corners was going to be a question mark. Did we not? Yes, We knew that was going to be a question mark. We also knew that those three linebackers had to be in the right position on field at the right time and make the right plays. They pretty much got to be perfect in their operation, right, DK? Mm -hmm. Every single one of them got exposed, whether they was losing Brandon Ayuk, whether they were getting shook and juked by uh, by Christian McCaffrey down the field, getting lifted. Okay, from guys on the San Francisco 49ers offense, there was a lot of things that they did not do right. And again, I'll bring this up because you gave this bulletin board material. You can't call out somebody and not answer the bell, DK. No. And I'm I'm speaking of Pat P and everybody has their moments. Everybody has their moments when they say a little bit too much. But a team that good, you don't drop that nugget right there, man. And of course, he'll pro and he'll adjust after that.
0: Our friend Joshua Dobbs says, let's just get this out of our system today. (laughs) I don't know if you mean the show or the Steelers Uh, or what, but I have a feeling this one's not going to wash away that quickly. Uh, Appreciate the contribution. Tyler comes in with $10 and says, why do we fans always get wound up at the slightest bit of optimism? This outcome has happened every time we play true contenders, but we're Charlie Brown with the football and we aren't even close. Tyler, don't be afraid to get your hopes up. I'm hearing a lot of that today. Like people are regretting getting their hopes up. Man, it's sports. It you're is supposed sports. to get your hopes up. You're supposed to believe in your team.
1: That's fair, DK. I didn't Don't think that was going to be your that. answer right there. I didn't think that was going to be Why? your answer right there. Just because I, I you're, you tell it exactly how it is. And I never thought you – well, I didn't think I'd hear you say we're supposed to. Because – as, as as somebody who's as uh, a realist as you, DK, I don't even know if you're a fan of the team. I know you've covered the team for a very long time, and it's good to see them do good. But I felt like in the preseason, you were a little bit oh, like, it's okay. it's a lot more fun. This is fun. Back it that's is fun. It is, yeah. And, and I
0: I think it's exciting. Uh, when, you have a, when you have a good football team in Pittsburgh,
1: it's exciting. It is exciting. Uh, you know? But, Tyler, to DK's point, it's okay. And it's it's one week, and like you said, DK, unless this is true. Now, an uphill battle this is. I didn't see Chooks finish the game. You said James Daniels got an issue. Cam may be headed to IR. Uh and 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 Deontay Johnson has a hamstring as far as we know right now. That's just the small item things that we know, DK.
0: Yeah, on that note, the Browns right tackle is done for the season. Um and they're going to be, it looks like it'll be DeWan Jones. I don't DeJuan know. It Jones. might, yeah, it might be the guy facing TJ.
1: Dewan got some long arms. I've seen Dewan put his paws on people. My thing is the mobility of him. And
0: TJ will destroy him.
1: And try to destroy his mobility. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. 100%. He will
0: actually destroy him. He won't yeah. try. And, and DJ, that's. TJ was unbelievable. Three like, sacks. He so was him. Was three sacks, two forced fumbles, a fumble recovery, a pass defense, and uh, two other quarterback hits. A tackle for loss, TJ.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, and that's and that's getting wasted here. Let me let me bring up one after the, the, that TJ gets after it's this one right here. Michael Walden says Kenny's clock seemed all messed up in the pocket. I thought the exact same thing. I'm thinking to myself, where's the clock? Are they covering the guys that good? I saw him patting the ball, trying to run. He's escaping out of the pocket, DK for sacks. And I'm thinking to myself, dude this is not the same guy there's no reason for you to run right now all in all i'm giving the old line performance as far as protection protection a b plus i feel like they were solid up front kenny didn't have to be skittish as he was in the pocket i didn't think so even saying this too uh watching broderick jones he said a whole lot better in this game right here if they do decide to do something with chooks considering dan moore went over to the right side it wouldn't shock me would not shock me dk
0: well, Chooks, he had his bell rung, and he's going to be checked for concussion symptoms. He's another one. There's six total guys that have parentheses after their names right now, six. Wow. Um, now, the, it's, we'll see how they they stack up, which ones are the most serious. Cam is the greatest concern, not just because he's Cam, but be, because of the nature of the injury. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I didn't like that Deontay hamstring, and I didn't like having the press box announce virtually within 30 seconds that he's out he's out
1: yeah you don't and
0: like that man you'd like for there to be a, if you're hurt you don't, you want there to be a progression you know you want to be questionable for at least a few minutes
1: yeah uh appreciate the you james i got one right here too uh shout out to you james for becoming a 1000000 This comes from darren darren's had something really interesting hey mo the con artist appears to have mastered economics and biology but has he failed in chemistry it's one game two separate things too yeah, that's two separate things. Uh, I, I just want to leave it at that. That's two separate things when it comes down to it. We saw what this team looks like together. OK, mm-hmm. now growth, maturity is one thing I'm going to forever say until we see it out of this group moving forward. How mature can they be as a team? Not just after that game, but going into this week, DK, maturity is what I'm looking for. Omar and, and, and what happened on the field yesterday, two totally separate things.
0: Yeah, we've got some more uh, some more hey moans here. This one comes from Corey Mickle with a ten dollar contribution. That's appreciated. It says hey moan, how long does it take for the players and coaches to get this taste out of their mouth? Uh, do you have a, a like a a similar example of a, a game that was just so oh wow everything went wrong? I know the coach tells you Wednesday, but how long does it actually take
1: that uh, Raiders game? Out in the West Coast, Las Vegas. you you remember that one? No, that was Oakland, not Vegas. Oakland, Oakland, yeah, yeah, Oakland. That game right there was hard to get over, but you had to. Um, It's funny, West Coast teams, heck, they beat us on their coast and on ours too, DK. It's funny, huh? It is, man. But um, that game right there, you got 48 hours. By Wednesday, it's a new game plan. By Wednesday, it's on to the Browns. You'll probably think about it in your Wednesday cards and everything you got to do on the practice field. By Thursday, it needs to be gone. It has to be gone by then because it's bigger fish to fry. We're talking about an NFC team versus an AFC coming up.
0: Yeah, but there's also Monday night, too. That's another one where I guess with the injuries, you're happy to have the extra day Yeah, to let some of these guys recover. Uh, for example, James Daniels was in a walking boot, but was not announced yesterday as having an injury. But no, but that doesn't mean you know that they yeah, put a I boot know, on you when you were fine. Yeah, it was de- it was protective. It
1: was protective. Uh Carrie B says, okay, so they weren't ready. How are you not ready after 17 days, Carrie? You have a plan until it breaks. I thought early in the game that plan broke. I thought guys were chasing what San Francisco was doing the entire game. You go up twenty points that quick. A lot of guys mentioned that everything changes. There yeah. is no more game plan anymore. And when yeah. you don't have Cam out there, up. it's all blown up. You can't stop the run. Nothing else matters at that point, right there, Kerry. Okay? That's no excuse making. When I looked and saw they were doing straight dropbacks, I knew a sack. More sacks were coming. I just did because when they know what you're doing every single play because you're chasing them. Ain't much, ain't much that can change at that point.
0: Now it, it all, it, a lot of guys talked about that. Just getting behind everything that they wanted to do, everything that they had set up, not that you don't set up for multiple circumstances, but everything that they really, really wanted to do that they had their heart invested mm-hmm. in was just blown up by getting behind the way they did 17, nothing just like that. Um, it, it's, it's hard to recover, not just on the scoreboard, you know, yeah. it, it's hard to recover in a lot of different ways. Don West says, with a with a contribution as well, the whole man. team looked bad. Receivers couldn't get open. The play calling was predictable. When guys were open, they were missed. O-line was getting pushed. The D was like wet cardboard. It was not just KP or Matt Canada. And by the way, that's the first time Matt Canada's even come up on this show. Notice that? Uh, yeah, it is. I didn't see a Matt Canada problem out there. That's not to say that he didn't have his own responsibility to it but everyone had to find somebody
1: else to talk about you know Uh, they did uh again the turnovers uh kenny's lack of playmaking early in the game dk did it um the defense not able to stop a nosebleed that Mm -hmm. contributed you're right dan exactly what it was predictable play calling i think we all knew christian mccaffrey was getting the ball uh the only unpredictable thing i couldn't have called um, was Brandon Ayuk going off the way he did? I couldn't uh, predict he, that one. He's he's pretty good. <laughs> he is pretty good. Now I
0: but, thought there'd be I thought Debo Samuel would be a bigger
1: problem than Ayuk, but yeah. <laughs> so so this is where I will challenge and say this though. Maybe there was an emphasis on starting the one and two, stopping the one and two, Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuels. I think there was a drop off, or it could have been a drop-off when it comes down to finding Brandon Ayuk. And even then, after understanding he's torched you in the first half, there was still no adjustment. Or the fact that you were just below the line when it comes down to your playmaking ability on Brandon ayuk that's problematic right there, DK. That's something I I, I don't think anybody will stand for when you're in the game like that and have an opportunity to adjust and you didn't.
0: Luis says, uh, hey, bro, Moan, and yes, Mr. DK didn't forget you this time. Do you think? That Quan and and Joey Porter, Quan Alexander and Joey Porter Jr. will see more snaps this coming Monday after yesterday's performance. Quan uh, was out there; he was enough. Yeah. Uh, Joey, that's a different story. Uh, he had, I want to say, it was seven total snaps, and the coach seemed to be really clinging to the Pat Peterson and Levi Wallace combination. Uh, and, and it stuck through the third and fourth quarters, too. He did not go away from it. It did. Uh, so I don't know. I guess it depends on how you feel that Peterson would grade out, meaning on coaches' film, the yeah. stuff that they're looking for.
1: Yeah. Um, when you lose like that, you have a hard reset. Uh, and, and you try to find those answers. I've seen this happen before where guys – if we see this week, DK, practice reps of guys getting incorporated in and and packages – because to throw him out as a starter, uh again, when we mentioned Joey Porter Jr. earlier, right, DK? You say you can't ruin him too soon. Yes. Not yes. to say that he can't handle it, but you can't ruin him too soon. Throwing him out against a team like that, can you imagine what his career would have looked like if he'd have got torched by Brandon Ayuk the way Levi Wallace did or the way Pat Peterson did in game one? You ruin a kid like that. It ain't saving him. But it's also the position to say, let's be smart about this. This is the longevity of his career. It's one game. I will say that. Let's – I'm hot too. I'm a little ticked off too, I okay? See I see this. So, have I'm
0: some a, observers here.
1: I'm going to bring it down just a little bit because the expectation was set, though, DK. But what is expectation in the preseason when everybody's vanilla? You know?
0: Yeah. We'll bring it down that The Steelers a bit. can still score against vanilla because they did that at the end of the half. Uh, Derek Dunn says Hey, Moan, what's up with the D line? No disrespect, but is Montravius Adams a true nose tackle? I don't see him steamrolling anyone and certainly not double teams. You're, you're talking about a Casey Hampton nose tackle, Derek. Okay. Those guys don't exist anymore. Montrevious is out there to stop the run. And if he can penetrate,
1: it's a bonus. Yeah. It's just uh, that. I'm
0: not saying he was good, but he's not the nose tackle that you're thinking of.
1: He's not. And, um, The 49ers, I told you guys late last week, they run almost a wing T-style offense where the offensive lineman hit the hip and move bodies out of the way, and they do it very efficiently. If you're playing nose nose tackling, you get hit in that hip point, nine times out of ten you're going to get grabbed. What's the biggest issue is the linebackers then get off the play, get off the blocks to go make tackles too. Or the other D lineman up front can find gaps to get tackles. You got to think, the running back wasn't being touched until he got to the second level. That's a long day. That sucks. My Adams to me, I'll say this. He's a whole lot better when Cam's out there.
0: Well, the nice part is the Steelers get a much easier running
1: back to face next Monday. (sighs) (laughs) Only the best one in the league. I know. I know. It doesn't get easier. If you wanted a reset, here you go.
0: I promise I will not pop off on this. Mark Lancaster says, I can't believe the city of Pittsburgh had so many sellout fans. It was a sea of red and gold. Come on, Pittsburgh. We're better than this, Mark. It wasn't Pittsburgh. Okay, 40% or more of the Steelers season ticket base doesn't live anywhere near the city. A lot of them sell their tickets. When they sell them on the secondary market, they go out to the highest bidder. People in the Silicon Valley and the Bay area have a ton of money. They were going to out and their team just went to the NFC championship game. They were going to outbid everybody, and believe you me, they did because they jacked the prices up to, like, Taylor Swift levels. Yeah, they did. 400 bucks. So they came in, and they bought the place up. It has nothing to do with the city and everything to do with the fact that Steelers fans who don't live here, and God love you, okay, it's great, but a big chunk of them just put their tickets up for sale. Once you put them up for sale instead of keeping them and so coming to the game because you start out with them, this is what happens.
1: Yeah, I see somebody said uh, revoke their 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 ticket, revoke the out of town license holders. You can't do that because what happens that. <laughs> at the end of the day, DK? That's a sale, right? You're not going to not sell it to somebody. Yeah, but there are the ways. Go.
0: There are ways that can be that we're, that it can be mitigated. The Steelers can be a lot more accommodating to to fans, local fans. The way the Penguins have been for years, the Penguins block off two thousand tickets, Moan, for every game, and they will not allow them to be sold for season tickets, and they they sell them at a low price to make sure that they're constantly getting new fans in. As a reason, as a result of that, the Penguins own the younger generation around here. You you've seen that. Yep, I have, I have. Okay, until you're in Pittsburgh, you can't believe how big hockey is here. Yep that's part of why is it Steelers have been recycling the same 50,000 fans since 1970. And at some point or other, you've got to find a way to get Pittsburghers young Pittsburghers back into that building. Uh, water in the desert says, I'm not blaming Matt Canada for this one. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Guess who else isn't getting any blame?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. DK.
0: Uh, uh Keanu Benton what do you think graded out good I don't know that he had enough snaps to be you know intensely graded
1: well I'll tell you this he's gonna get a uh, trial by fire and now moving forward he's got to grow up ain't no other way around Keanu Benton. again you asked me what I saw to Keanu simply doing his job <laughs> was he affecting the place well he's gonna have to now if I am Cleveland I am trying to steamroll the rookie out of there I'm trying to steamroll anybody not named Cam and TJ out of there. Like that's simply how it goes. You mentioned Christian McCaffrey. You get possibly the one and two best backs in the league back to back. As far as Nick Chubb, this this is a. I just saw this call out. This is a call out. Like legitimately has to be DK. Mm-hmm. They're on notice.
0: Oh, you would hope so. Michael says with a, a significant contribution, twenty bucks. There says, was this youth of the roster? Bad roster makeup, bad chemistry, bad coaching, bad leadership. This was an embarrassment from top to bottom. Yeah, including in the seats, Mike. It was. On a scale that you don't often see in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it really was. It was. Uh,
1: but, Which one was it, Moan, or it was just bad day? It was a, let's go bad day. Until we get a whole season of this. And see, that's what I don't want to do. Because if we come in here and smack the Browns upside the head, guess what we're going to do, DK? We're going to have a party. We're going to say last week, man, this was cool, and that was an NFC game, and that really won't affect our our playoffs implications, right? That's what we'll do, right, DK? Next week, if they go in and smack the Browns, let's go a bad week until we see a trend. There has to be a trend here for you to call it a bad roster, bad chemistry, bad coaching, and bad leadership. That's – I'm going a, I'm to a hold back on that one because you know what happened after the game? The guys went home. They sulked. Probably had a drink, had some dinner watched the rest of the game, and saw the New York Giants get smacked, right, DK? Mm. And they probably said to themselves, well, hell, we got next week. We'll be cool. We'll bounce back. And that has to be the case. That has to be the case. I, I, I see a good one right here, DK, that I want to go to. you start this one already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it pertains to the quarterback, Skull Show. He goes, hey, Mo, how much do you think KP Kenny Pickett's horrible performance affects the skill guy's confidence in him to be the guy? I don't think it affects their confidence, but I think, I think it makes them press him more to get them the ball. Watching George Pickens not really get many targets and touches yesterday was kind of bothersome to me a little bit. DK, I want to throw that out there. He didn't really get back into the game till later in the fourth quarter, and I thought, okay, we got to figure something out as far as that go. Allen Robinson had a good touch yesterday too. Watching the efficiency of the offense or the effectiveness of the offense was thrown out of the window because you were down 23 points. So... In his defense, the confidence can't be gone. If that's the case, then they never had it at all. DK,
0: hmm. Chris points out that the show is pushing a thousand live viewers. I didn't even thought of that. I, mean, I didn't even look up there. Did you? Y'all got right? me so
1: fired up, I didn't even look, man. Yeah, just, honestly, if we have
0: like today. We didn't even mention how to join, how no. to anything. We're just all you can see it. We're all wrapped up in all of this, trying to answer your questions, trying to address the the things that are being brought up here. Uh, DKPS.net slash join is how to become a member. If you've seen, show, seen people showing up that look like members, if you're new here, this is, uh, it's, it's very much yeah. uh, appreciated here. Jacob says DK, I'd also like to say that I was disappointed in the Steelers fans for not sticking around and upset that I didn't get to nah. see or hear renegade. You didn't want them playing renegade no, like clowns in the fourth I, quarter. That's I, weird.
1: <laughs> I, I, I didn't do care. I'm respectfully, Jacob. I wouldn't have stuck around either. If I was at the game, I don't care if I was in a suite. I don't care where I was. I don't care if I paid those astronomical prices for those tickets against that team. I'd have left, too. As a player, when we saw people leaving, it didn't piss me off. I was like, that's fair. You're paid to do a job, and then doing that job, DK, you have to perform. You at least, you're looking for competing. If they'd have lost that game by three points, DK, we're having a totally different conversation, are we not?
0: We are. I also heard from a lot of people that were uncomfortable. They're not used to it here. They're not used to being surrounded by opposing fans. Okay. This was this was a different experience. Okay. And I, I I just I don't I don't blame them for that. Because especially when people start drinking and everything else, that's an uncomfortable setting.
1: They will. Um I'll say this for the ones. If we've said this before, and I know that too. Walked in your trap and took over your trap. That's essentially what the 49ers did oh. on the field and in the stands too. And then they blew it up. I got one
0: last one I want to take because okay. I feel strongly about this one. Robert Baxter says, am I the only one who is impressed with Calvin Austin III? He is a football player. Calvin Austin was targeted six times yesterday. He made six catches. Now, there was only 36 yards in that, so you're not going to have as much talk, and he only had two punt returns for, or one punt return for two yards or something like that. However, this is one of those cases where this was what I had hoped to see from the Steelers. I wanted to see their They're good guys, play well, and if San Francisco was going to win, let it be because the 49ers were the better team. The 49ers had an answer for Calvin Austin because they're so fast. It was unbelievable how they closed and then hit once they got to you. You understand. I hope everybody understands here that two things happened yesterday. It is possible for the other team to be really good and for yours to be really bad yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. That's what happened. But don't take it away from the Niners.
1: No, they earned that dub, DK. Woo. They absolutely. But I, I have one more point to be made too. Mm-hmm. This is why started the season and I think end the lashing through the summer too. I did mention this. Speaking of the run game, the run stopping game, right? DK, run defense. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is why I've been harping on Cam needs help. We got to find ways to get guys up front. At some point, you got to start bringing in youth. And maybe Keanu Benton is that dude too, right, DK? But when we speak about let's speak about pedigree, let's speak about guys that need to make plays. I think when we saw Stefan Tour come into that building, we knew canceling. Ooh, man, that guy, he going to be all right. He may end up replacing Kiesel, and he did. You remember those types of things mm-hmm. where well, you can't have Cam playing 85% of the defensive snaps. It was those type of conversations that we had. We're seeing that now come to the forefront. Hopefully in this next stretch, that Cam is going to be out. We see some growth. We see the linebackers get better. We see guys taking ownership of what happened this week. And offensively, for Kenny, that was a trash performance. If it's trash, we got to call it that too. It was. Those passes that you see he throwed, threw through the Calvin Austin in the third, I'm more excited about him catching that ball as opposed to the throws and the targets it was one on the sideline that should have and could have been an interception he dropped one off to Calvin Austin that had three guys around him instantly to tackle those were very bad throws by Kenny Pickett that was some sad stuff when it comes down to how he was operating as a quarterback again for all of the folks that absolutely hated Ben or was ready to see him go you you got to be ready for the growth of a new franchise quarterback too this is a part of it. Not everybody's going to come out gunslinging like friggin', uh Joe Burrow or whoever else Patrick Mahomes in this league. It is once in a lifetime you find those guys. And, heck, we saw 86 yards out of Joe Burrow in an AFC North game yesterday. We can either stick by him, he either get coached up, or guess what you have the option to do, DK? now. pick up that fifth-year option. There's always
0: that. There's always that. What a – what a – what a scene. <laughs> the whole thing, Moan. The whole thing. Uh, it, it went so much worse than anyone could have anticipated. I have people go, oh, come nobody predicted this? Or I saw this coming. No, you didn't. You didn't see any <laughs> single aspect no, of didn't. this coming, no, other did. than the 49ers being good. Because Uh-oh. the 49ers are, they're now, there's also an evolution for teams, okay? Yes. The 49ers are at a different stage of their evolution. They were just in the NFC championship game. This to them was moan. What was it like the year after you were in the Super Bowl? You should show up. You're just, you're expecting it, man. You're not, you're not, you don't have any willies or anything like that. You just, you know, you're good. You're a brand.
1: Yeah. I I was talking to a guy yesterday that had played us. Um, He plays for the Titans and he was just saying, man, I remember playing you guys and you guys beat the hell out of me, man. And I say, you know why? I was like, because we caught so much trash and 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 and, tr- and just flack from everybody that we had to grow up. You're still, and I just saw that a second ago. We're still in the post-man Raffles burger era. Oh
0: yeah. Is that, oh yeah. That's this, cool. I mean, he's he is who he is. He was who he was.
1: Yeah, so was um, New England. I, I
0: don't think that's anything to apologize for. The number of franchises that can segue from Joe Montana to Steve Young. You know, or from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers is—it's a pretty short list. Yeah. yeah, you know, most everyone else has, or even Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. And now I'm starting to rattle off a bunch of them. But that's pretty <laughs> much it. Three <laughs> times. I'm kind of killing my own point. Colts here too, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it,
0: it, it's taken some time. It's taken it some time. All right, guys. Uh, on that. Upbeat note from Bob Schreiner that this was the worst game he's seen this team play in 45 plus years. Bob, no,
1: it wasn't. I'd I beg that Raiders game. I can't get, I can't forget that one. I'd also beg the AFC Championship in New England. Okay, <laughs> there's and, a some list. of us
0: were around for 51 to nothing. Okay, and so were you, Bob. I missed that one. But you told me about that one recently. And, and it was Cleveland. Yeah. So yeah, no, this was this was not the worst anything. All right, guys, appreciate Ooh. it. We've run out of time. And uh, bye. See (laughs) you. Tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow.
1: We actually need it.
0: The Casey (laughs) Kester bell. Watch this. It also does a frown.
1: Oh, oh, we actually need the hug, Bear DK. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> everyone needs a hug today. I'll tell you what, whether it's online or wherever, people just yeah. the they're 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 mad. You know who they're they're mad at it's for the most part, mad. Moan? Who? I don't even know that it's the Steelers so much. It, it's what's it's what I showed earlier. It, they're mad at themselves for getting their hopes up, and, and I just don't, I don't get that. You know, look, if you're going to invest, yeah. invest. You, yeah. know, you, you, you go. you're either all in or you're not. Okay, that doesn't mean you get all Pollyanna and whatever, yeah. but don't be afraid to, oh, so that's it. I'm out. I'm checking out. No, you're
1: not. You're not checking out, man. Uh, we're I've, fans for a reason, man. I've, we got to be realistic.
0: I've had it with this team. I've had it with this, da da whatever. No, you haven't. You're still here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I see Joshua Doss said, move on, chin up. That's all we all going to do.
0: You see, look at Ryan coming clean there. I'm <laughs> mad at myself. No, but that's what it is. That's what it is. This is, this is. this is TJ saying we all feel stupid, to be honest, but don't, okay? That team, look, I'm, I'm going to put this another way, and do I'll it, ask you do, this, Mo. Do it, yeah. There is a very, very few people, even the ones who were legitimately excited about the Steelers preseason, yeah. who thought that they were going to beat the 49ers, who thought they were going to beat a team that was just in the NFC final. Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they lost the game, and they got plastered, and their quarterback had the jitters, and pretty much everything went wrong. Yeah. How do you feel if they beat Cleveland here on Monday night? We're good. and And they look like they did or close to what they did in the preseason, and you see you know, reasonable replacements on the defensive line. You see what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. 100%, man. DK, uh, we didn't overly blame Matt Canada. We actually piled on the Kenny, which is solid. And uh, I think that's fair. The run defense also has to step up. There are some glaring things that have to change next week, and I think we know what all those things are. That's, That's my one positive I'll take. It was so bad, you know what you have to fix.
0: Darren wants to know who's stepping up in the locker room today.
1: Everybody. Right now, they're currently having meetings.
0: They're having meetings, but it's not just in, in rooms. Uh-huh. They're not just locked down watching film, which, which, by the way, they are. I saw yesterday, Minka Fitzpatrick walked across. This was at, at Akersher, so he's, he's on the far side of where, from where the linebackers are, as you know, Moan. And he walks across to where T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith are. He pulls up a stool. And the three of them are sitting there talking. Now, do you think they're talking about where they're going to go for dinner? No. Hell especially no. when especially when their hands are going like this? What do you think they're discussing? Highly these, these, are, these are leaders. Yeah. These are guys that need to start coming up with answers. And not, they know 97 is not
1: going to be part of that. That's the other portion of it, too. Uh, practice is different this week. Right? You tell me. You're the one that Yeah, lived it. it is. It's different okay. this week. If they if Max Solomon be relaxed going into it, it won't happen again. I I I at least want to trust that. I want to trust that. We'll see. And on the
0: offensive side it'll be Allen Robinson. And it had better be, you know who else needs to step up as a leader? Who? The new captain, Kenny. Yeah. He I, has to sell, doesn't he? Doesn't he have to sell himself to yep. this group? Yep, he does. Doesn't again. he have to share them? Hey, by the way, Look, I sucked. Okay. I was terrible. All right. I couldn't throw the ball into the ocean from the beach, but here I am. I'm taking it. I'm taking it on me. I'm eating it. All right. Mm-hmm. Who's with me? Who's following me? Because I won't do it again.
1: Uh, I'll say this in my last little joke. Uh, maybe they still thought we had 16 game regular season. That was just no, a mulligan. That's not of you. <laughs> maybe that's that weird. was it, DK. You get one mulligan, and that was it that's
0: it we had a couple of correct guesses here from the actual casey kester and kfp and everything else here all right guys let's do it again tomorrow
1: (laughs) no doubt man ah see you good people man tuesday reset uh at least this time i didn't